You're listening to the Mobcast Network. On a distant planet, a great kingdom was ravaged by beings who came from the future to conquer the universe. survivors follow a doubtful seer and a throneless king. They will hold her in the black fortress. You must have help. Thieves, bandits, fighters and brawlers. Desperate men. Those are the kind of men I need. Well, you heard him. We are now an army. <laughs> At the end of an impossible journey, they must fight an invincible enemy. Is the knowledge you seek? I shall be your king. In the fortress, you will face more than the slayers. What is about to happen to them could never have happened on Earth. Columbia Pictures presents a world apart from anything you have seen before. From the director of Bullet, who made a Bullet movie that is slow as balls, we watched Crawl. Crawl. Yeah. On Blu-ray. I- so we could see. <laughs> so we could see this in, in 1080p. In, yeah. <laughs> um. Y- yeah. Uh, <laughs> where do we begin? Well, uh, we we could do a synopsis, <laughs> a synopsis of this movie. Uh, Crawl came out in 1983. Um, it is uh, directed by Peter Yates, who did direct Bullet, the yeah. fine Steve McQueen movie, a classic. So if you're ever like in the mood to watch a, a movie and you're tr- you know stuck between Crawl and Bullet, I'm gonna say go with Bullet. <laughs> Yeah. Why would you ever be stuck between those two movies? You could say you're stuck between Kroll and any movie. <laughs> and odds are, I would say go with that other movie. There's very few I would be like. Or no movie. <laughs> and just like hang out with your friends. Just read a book. Or, read or a book. Get on Hulu. Play a video game. There's uh, uh, Sudoku. You ever play Sudoku? You can get a job. <laughs> earn you an income. Do. Anything else, really. It's um, It's got a great title. <laughs> I like I like that made up word. Um, it's uh, it is certainly a movie. It stars uh, Ken Marshall, who uh, has done a few things. Uh, most notably, though, he was Michael Edison in Deep Space Nine. He's a poor man's De- Dennis Quaid. <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of. The whole time I was I watching it, I was just wishing uh, it was Dennis Quaid. Snake Plissken. Um, but like a really pussy version of him, or a very nice version. Sure. He's very nice. He's too. Ni- I don't know he's, about he's nice because he's got a sarcastic smile like the majority of the movie. Because he's just looking this is, everything. This is what Ken Marshall just looks like, man. He, every, every time something happens to him, he's just like, "Hey, this is a nice day." 
Uh, this movie also has um, <clears throat> uh, Liam Neeson in it. Yeah, yeah. which was <laughs> which was funny to watch him like be this goofy kind of. It was before. What would you call act. his character? Was he kind of a comic relief kind of jovial he was, traveler? He was a ladies' man. He had like eight wives yeah. and was a thief. He liked gold. He was. <laughs> he was um, he was cool. The tagline on this movie is "A world light years beyond your imagination." That is correct. <laughs> it is right. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it's in the other direction than what they're implying. So it's a very honest tag. It's honest. It's it's well. It's misleading in a way. Misleading. The 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 most honest tag uh, uh, for a movie I'd ever seen was for Mortal Kombat Two, and it was destroy all expectations. <laughs> 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 to be fair, <laughs> I'm going to say this about Mortal Kombat 2. Say, uh, talk about how terrible of a movie it is. I know it's one of the worst uh, movies. Uh, right. Okay, okay, it's real fun. Quick. Okay. You're talking about Annihilation? Yeah, yeah. that's a great movie. That's a fun, that movie. <laughs> so you would pick Annihilation over Crawl? Uh, well, yeah, I would. I would pick looking at my foot over Crawl. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess like, I would. One of those movies can make you laugh your ass off and and still kind of enjoy the ride, even though it's a train wreck. Right. The other one is just like fucking end already. This is my life is just being stolen from me. What was that shark movie that came out a few years ago when everyone was all upset about sharks and there were like three shark movies that came out in like a six month period uh, and it was like a found footage. It was a found footage shark, found footage shark movie where they get where they get stranded in the ocean and it's like eighty five minutes long or something. They brought a camera o- to the ocean? ocean. It was like open water, maybe. Yeah, it wasn't found footage. That though. movie might be worse than this. <laughs> that movie, I really, really, that, really, really did movie, not like. That that movie's about two people on a boat and they dive. Yeah, and, and, and like they, they get separated some. No, no. How. When they come up after diving in the water, the boat is drifted away. Oh. And so they're stuck in the water, and then sharks come. And yeah, they, and like like. Almost the entire movie, they're sitting there, like just upset in the middle of the ocean. Do you know there's a sequel to that? There's a there's an open water too. Good, (laughs) good, good for them. (laughs) Unlike Kroll, you know there is one movie I could say Kroll is better than. I'm probably gonna get hate for it, but it is slightly better than Jurassic World. Okay, I want to see Jurassic World. Uh, Some people love it. It was it was more. You really don't like things. (laughs) When Eric doesn't like something, he really really doesn't. That was a movie. Most movies I may not like if that I don't like. It's when I think about it later on. Jurassic World is one of the few movies that even during the movie I'm like, is this over? Should we go around and introduce everybody? We can do that. (laughs) We can edit it in like in the beginning. Let's just talk about Jurassic (laughs) World. If you listen to the show, we don't really edit. I just, uh, I slap some music I'm, your, I'm Robin Williams. <laughs> I'm John Cantese. They <laughs> <laughs> said all your hate mail. <laughs> oh my goodness. At, at John 7777. John 777. John hates Jurassic World, so that's the one that. Well, I don't hate it as much as this. I don't hate it as. I don't hate it with a fiery vitriol no, that you John. hate it with. All. Well, Eric is okay with it. I'm Eric Rogers, and I support Gamergate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am Gamergate. Did it all myself. <laughs> I support him. <laughs> yeah. And you are? I'm, I'm just Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. I don't want any part of this. I got a family and kids. <laughs> I mean, come uh, on. Yeah, the man just went through crawl. He's seen <laughs> family <laughs> and kids. A family over here and kids over there. It's separate. I do not want to go in there because I have a family and kids. <laughs> no. I meant wife and kids, but I didn't think about it. It's <laughs> a family and kids. Um, it's like saying I have dinner and food. He doesn't say his All fooling aside, I'm Scotty, your Native American pop culture spirit guide, and I'm joined by what's become the new crew for Bros. Movies. <laughs> movies. I've got El Jefe Which. from uh, the Triple Name Sports Show and the Grill Out over here. And then, and then I've got uh, 
most of Memory Card Radio because Yay. one guy keeps forgetting to show up. Well, <laughs> I, I, Max had plans. He Max all, is a busy man. Max all is like, hey, I'll be there, and then never shows. Uh, we'll get him. We'll get him. We'll get him. I'll 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 let him know about next week, like tomorrow, so he has no way to not. Are we it. taking bets? What's the over under? Max will be here. I think he'll be here. Eric, I'm we just need to shame him throughout the week. <laughs> if we shame him enough throughout the week, okay. Eric won't be because there can only be two members of Memory Card Radio. But yeah, we're on what? Memory Card Radio. It's youtubecom slash Radio. If you have not seen the video version, we sneak little extra things in the videos sometimes. Sometimes, usually penis. And we've uh, we've been doing Metal Gear Mondays on there. It's been fun. Ooh, Metal Gear Mondays. Yep. Next episode comes up Monday. Can we do a like a Crawl Tuesday? <laughs> um, and watch it every Tuesday, every single oh, yeah, Tuesday. It's a game. It has a game. It has a, oh, that's true. Has we saw we actually we watched two videos of the game. I'm not opposed to playing like? Crawl on you, Memory Card Radio. <laughs> I just it's, it's got to be better than the movie. You, I, we're not crawled out yet. We can we can dabble in this franchise a little bit more. Well, if you want to get the board game, you go right ahead. I'm not getting the board game. We should get the board game. The board game was twenty five dollars. <laughs> yes, the board game was. I, I was looking. I thought about it earlier going. Does the Mopcast Network have that in the budget? I'm like, I just don't think so. If you were to knock 23 off of that, we, we may have a deal. But if one of our fans out there want to want to buy us crawl the board game, it's on eBay. Yes. I mean, it's got to be worth more. Tweet than me at Scotty White, and I'll tell you how to get it to us. We will shoot a video of us playing it, and we'll dedicate it to you we'll and your mother. You. We'll we'll put your face and your mom's face in the video. In the video, yes, we will do that. It'll yeah. be real creepy. You Photoshop probably won't like it by the end of it. All right, so let's start this 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 shindig. All right, so this movie came out in 1983, and basically it is a Star Wars clone. It mm-hmm. threatened to take movie making back 20 years, <laughs> <laughs> and it may have in one way or another. All right, it's so, an iron so, fist. So um, the the synopsis goes as such: a narrator describes a prophecy regarding a girl of ancient name that shall become queen, that shall choose a king. And together they shall rule the world, and that their son shall rule the galaxy. I already have a problem with this. Jesus (laughs) Christ. The bitch is a fucking princess. She was going to be queen regardless. That makes no difference. But no, no, she had to choose a king. (laughs) She was going to get married anyway. He may not have been a king, could have been a prince or a duke or a baron. At some point, (laughs) you become king if you're married to the queen. Unless you're a, a baron. Can you be a baron and married to the queen and not be king? Sure. Well, then who the fuck is the king married to? The, well, in England, in England, the queen is married. He's not a king. He's a prince. Well, who's the king married well, to? Well, they fucked him. <laughs> no, she did. So the, king, <laughs> so, so the king just doesn't have a wife? No, there's no king of England. <laughs> so there's no king. This is a not look. This is irrelevant. We're oh, on okay. a different planet. That's the crawl here. Okay. Uh, there's different the royal crawl. But I'm, 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 but I'm t- to the logic. Currently in England, okay. to our English listeners, there's a queen, Queen Elizabeth II. Mm-hmm. She is married to Prince Philip. That's weird. Here's what I'm going to say. I never really connected those dots before. He is not a king. There's no reason for the prophecy. She could have done it regardless. <laughs> I guess she could have been like, fuck it, you're king. I don't care. But the prophecy makes sure that they rule the world and that their son will rule the galaxy. So she knows she's having a boy. So, you know, for the baby showers, all blue. It's like China. <laughs> Consider <laughs> abortion, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Do we have Chinese listeners? We do. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. So here's where the movie loses me. <laughs> so far, <laughs> it's it's so far. I, I get the problems. I... I I, I, as a fan of fantasy films, I, 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 prophecies are fine. I'm okay with that. I was know? actually on board for probably about 15 minutes. <laughs> All right, there was a, a solid opening. He was, yeah. John, John was kind of 
you know, bright-eyed, like, this movie's great. Well, look at the cover. It's amazing. <laughs> there's a face, and there's lasers, and there's a guy with a woman, and there's aliens, and it's awesome. It's not that you enjoyed the first 15. It's like you're you're excited for what's ahead. <laughs> after, and then after the first 15, you're like, it's you going to get better after the first 15. <laughs> and then it never does. Uh, it's like that giant present you get from your grandmother, only to find out that it's underwear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, why, Nana? Why did you buy me boxers? At least it's that's 140 creepy. pairs, but it's still underwear. It's still creepy, Nana. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Nana, but this is weird. I, I was on board until my two favorite characters died, and then I was just like, no, die, just end this movie. Man, you were on board longer than the rest of us. Who were your two I favorite was, characters? You had favorite characters? <laughs> the dude we was talking about, we kept talking about the, uh, the dude with the Walmart shirt. And then the oh, Cyclops. Okay. Well, they made oh, yeah. it pretty far. Yeah. They know. made it to like the I'm line, to the third act. I'm made it that far. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was hanging on. I, I had like one on. leg in. Must have been by a thread, man. All right. So uh, the planet Kroll is invaded by an entity known as the Beast and his army of futuristic slayers. So basically what happens is a giant rock from space lands on the planet Kroll and the doors open up and these black stormtrooper looking guys roll out on horseback. My problem is this. You have mastered space travel, but yet still want horses. Yeah. To be There's fair, a lot more to it. horses are cool. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> the good sir from Memory Card Radio. In the future, like, I, I've seen some science fiction things in my life. I've seen Cowboy Bebop and Ghost in the Shell and all that shit. <clears throat> there are still dogs in them. People still like dogs. <laughs> I feel horses. They don't ride them. <laughs> but, they're, but they're not I'm limited they're, to dogs. Those people have they're cars. not limited to horses. They just like horses. That's why they These people horses. are limited to horses. They're from they the don't future have a choice. space. <laughs> no, they could have gone the other way, but they're like, but we could also use horses. And they chose the fun answer. Okay. <laughs> and don't Welcome to Devil's Advocate starring Eric. <laughs> so they, they go off and trying to take over the planet. Um... Two kingdoms get together because one of them's son, Prince, <laughs> our hero, Prince Cowan, wants to marry Princess Lissa and form an alliance between these two kingdoms to fight the beast and the slayers. Are you, you just talk, talk about the opening, the I'm, wedding? Yeah, I'm just talking about okay. yeah, that. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I liked the fire thing that they were doing to symbolize their unity. All right, so <laughs> Eric's shaking his head already. So I liked where it was going. I'll, I'll let him rebut. Let me describe it and, and let John be pro-fire, okay. Eric be anti-fire. I'm so pro-fire. Con-fire. All right, so, you know, in on our culture, we do have an exchanging of rings and kisses and, or, or ribbons or whatever tied around mm-hmm. the hands. In this culture, they had a pool of water and fire. And the um, Colin was like, only my wife can make fire from water. And he douses his flame, and she's like, only my husband can something about fire. I can catch it. And then she puts her hand into the into the water and breaks out fire to signify their love, their strength. This is important because it shows up later in the movie. But it's, art- it's artistic. I mean, pulling fire out of water, you're combining two different universes, two different worlds, two different uh, schools of thought. And you're and you're uniting them into one thing, and it's beautiful and it's artistic. So your wedding, you want and it's cool, <laughs> and it's cool. <laughs> Fuck you, crawl. Eric, <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm okay with you extinguishing the flame, 
And as stupid as it is, I'm okay with you getting flame out of the water and okay. picking it up with your hand and having it show up and a CG after effect that they just plastered on. Oh, that's not even that CG. That's, CG. That's, that's, that's uh, I don't all, care. All, all school. That was I, somebody lit, lit a match in front of a blue screen. <laughs> and filmed it. Where I have problems. I believe it's magic. I'm so it's magic. Or magic. One or the other. Gives you the power of flamethrower out your hand later on in the movie. <laughs> Where it just... Oh, well, now I have a flamethrower coming out of my hand because I'm married. <laughs> what? It kind of does signify marriage. <laughs> I, it's just, Sounds like marriage to me. There, there's artistic, <laughs> and then there's this is the solution to the end of the movie. Right. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. <laughs> I mean... I can suspend my belief so far, but there comes a So point. horses in laser future world, okay. <laughs> you know, let, let, me, but, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> anything is possible. I'm going to say this. There, there's an old uh, thing from the people who made Halo, and I, it absolutely relates, which is they, um, one of the guys who made it said, 150 years in the future, uh, there will be no guns. You'll just drink a glass of water and all your enemies die. But what happens in our universe is that everyone thought it was boring, so they went back to fun guns. And I feel like it's the same exact thing with horses. The aliens are like, you know, cowboys are awesome. I miss being cowboys. <laughs> exactly. It's like somebody holding a sword. It's like swords are actually useless because the gun exists, but you feel cool holding a sword. <laughs> you do. Yeah, no, you do. No, not, not just a, any gun, a laser gun. Right. Yes. Yeah. But the guys with swords won because they're cooler. All right, so uh, after this ritual now. where they get married, uh, of <laughs> course they are uh, attacked by the Slayers, and pretty much everyone dies except Lissa, who is kidnapped, and Cowan, who is knocked out and wounded. The next day, he is found by Yerner, the old one. Yoda. <laughs> Can I make a comment about Yoda. the state of that place, by the way? Sure. Okay, so here's the thing. There were tons and tons of violence and explosions. And yeah, it's a, it's the walls have no marks on them. Well, Everything's just so on the ground. Like, the, the walls look clean, like they just made that the walls today. Not a single mark. It's Maybe they're... Clean. Yeah. Scotch guarded. <laughs> Not even like a tiny slither of dust or anything. Magic Scotch guard. It was okay. very high quality styrofoam. Yeah. <laughs> and drywall. One of the ten sets they used to make this film. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then he found a starfish. Hold on. Yarn tells the beast can only be de defeated with the glaive, an ancient magical five pointed throwing weapon. Patrick. Which is, yeah. AKA <laughs> Patrick Star. Hey, SpongeBob. The glaive is the it's only cool thing about this movie. SpongeBob, I'm here to save the day. I'm a glaive. <laughs> I would like to see that. I really, I want to. That's I what I want to do. I want to remake the role with SpongeBob. Might as well at this point. It really has nowhere to go but up. Might as well put SpongeBob, Pee Herman, and Predator in it. See what happens. So, Calvin has to retrieve the glaive from the high mountain. He does pretty quickly. And he, uh, the, the thing is, is that he's got to go rescue Lissa, right? right. He's got to you know, re rescue his wife so they can have their son, so they can both rule the planet and the galaxy and rid, mm -hmm. rid, rid the world of the beast. Okay, the problem is, is that the beast's house, the, the black, um, what is it, the black uh, the, fortress, that's what it is. The, the monstrosity 
of lack of art direction. It just bounces from place to place. Every you know, it magically goes somewhere out there. I guess it's why? Some, why does it do that? Because it's inconvenient <laughs> for our hero. Just just to be like just to be a dick. So it's hard <laughs> yeah, to coordinate. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. I think it'd be hard to coordinate an army that way. It's like, all right, we're in China today. Yeah, like we're just gonna go over here. We're gonna do Zimbabwe. Heaven forbid you send any of your alien soldiers out and they try and find out. <laughs> they're like, where the fuck did they go? You're like, hey, Bill, we went on patrol. Where is the, where's the, where, didn't we park this thing here? <laughs> I got the princess. I don't know where to fucking take her. Where are Should have had the fire horses. They would have got back faster. Oh, we're getting to them. Okay. <laughs> um, as they travel, uh, Cowan and Yerner, are joined by um, Eric Idle. <laughs> <laughs> he is very Eric Idle as Ergo the Magnificent. For the record, he looks like a ancestry version of Captain Hook. Like from what Captain Hook? Like 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 he looks like a distant ancestor of Captain Hook. Which version of Captain Hook? Uh, the cartoon, the original one, Peter Pan. The Pirates? Yeah, Disney. Hmm. Oh, Disney. No, sorry. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right, then. There's too many Peter Pans, man. Um, and I went There's straight to Peter Pan and the Pirates because you have Tim Curry. I had the man. same thought. Well, I think Hook. Hook was up there, too. I like who, who, did, who did Hook on? Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. He's yeah. so fucking good. That now. movie's great. Rufio, I didn't know that was him for like 15 Rufio. years. Yeah. It disappears Rufio. into that so well. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. We should do that one day. <laughs> um, it's the opposite of Kroll. Yes. Uh... Ergo is a crapping magician who can pretty much only turn into animals, it looks like. He's an animorph. He is an animorph. <laughs> <laughs> He's not bad at it. He can do. An animorph, you can only turn into one thing, right? Yeah, that's what makes him so amazing. Oh, he's that, like the greatest animorph ever? He's the great. He's the amazing man who can turn into other animals. But what if Dog he and what piece is of paper? Hmm? The papers that he reads off of to turn himself into animals? His what spells? If, yeah, what if he loses them? Well, he remembers this, them. Then someone else gets to turn Well, if he can remember them, why does he even have the paper? These are facts. He's got to have the paper, obviously. Well, I, I he mean, wouldn't have it if he didn't I need mean, it. sometimes you got to write down your cheat code even though you remember it in your head, you know? What's your favorite um, cheat code? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, sir. Left, left, down, down, square, square, the, triangle, square is uh, health regeneration. The, the, the cheat code that lets me re regain my <laughs> life from Kroll. That's the yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, sorry. That that's one the reset easy. button. <laughs> Up, oh, up down, down, left, one. right, left, right, like start BA. Sure. Or the eject button, I should say. Um, mine is uh, SWPMSS, and that's the password on Super Empire Strikes Back to get to the last level. On PC? No, on S uh, SNES. Super S? Star Wars. Super Empire Strikes Back. What button is S? No, you don't do it. You just type it in. Oh. Oh, the you type in the... Oh, okay. You type in like a password. It's a password. Oh, okay. I thought you were like pressing A, B, left, yeah, right. That's, that's, that's it. And, okay. and I learned it because it's Swamp Mass without any vowels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's how I figured it out. All right. That's a good way to remember it. And that's like 25 years ago. And that's, that's stuck in and my head. got it. I used to know the... Castlevania Simon's Quest uh, code to get everything because that's the only way you can beat that game. Mm. That game is tough. All the Castlevania Card cool. Radio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Well, if we're going to talk video games, I can't think of any cheat codes right now other, that's than, okay. the, other than the Contra one. That's like all that comes in my head. Well, that's a famous one. After meeting Ergo the Magician, they end up finding nine thieves, fighters, and bandits. 
And Cowan's like, I'm the king. And they're like, we don't. Okay, we'll follow you. <laughs> right away. It wasn't I mean, they, put, they didn't put up much of a fight. Right. And among among these are Liam Neeson and uh, Robbie Coltrane, who um, is Hagrid from Harry Potter, for those who don't really know him. Mm-hmm. And so Why Ed, the fuck does he not have a costume? That, that, <laughs> out of every character in this, they're dressed up either in, in sci-fi or medieval. Okay? And he is just wearing a shirt that he has from Walmart. He, he's more dressed up to go fishing than he is for this movie. And he actually looks like someone you would see at Walmart two in the morning looking at t-shirts. Hey, man, I'd like to get me one of them Thundercats t-shirts. Just, just, just a thick mustache and a blank stare. That's all you need to be a good Walmart shopper. Carrying a stick. Yeah, he has a stick because, well, why, why, why not at that point? Why the hell not? Um... <laughs> uh, where am I now? All right, so... So he, he convinced these guys to join them with very little effort. Right. He's like, but they did kind of at first, they were like, no. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, all right. Well, what does it was is because apparently in this world, they just, they're escaped convicts, right? And they're, right. They all have, they're all bound by these handcuffs. They're, the chains are broken, but they still got cuffs on their hands. And the only way to get them all is they have a, a key. Two people have the key, the high marshal and the king. Which is weird, because that's a weird prison system to be like, well, only two guys can can, can let them go. Mm. Apparently, Cowan had the key. And they're like, oh, that's cool. I guess he is the king, because he doesn't look like a high marshal. And so that's how they felt. Seriously, that's, that's what it is. They could have gotten tricked very easily. <laughs> they left the door open for that. Also, the leader of those bandits was the um, one of the nobles from Braveheart. I can't, I forget his name, but he's the guy that... We'll call uh, him Bill. We'll call him Bill. William Wallace... Rides his horse, where a horse makes sense in that movie, into this man's bedchamber and kills him. And it's a great little scene. Smashes him in the face Smashes with a him mace. In the face, yeah. And then escapes by jumping out the window of the horse. And you watch scene. that fake horse kind of tumble because it doesn't move; it just tumbles like a yeah, stuffed animal. Yeah, I felt bad every time I see that. I feel bad for the horse. The stuffed animal horse. <laughs> it had to be done. Won an Oscar for best picture, <laughs> as it should have. Um, uh, Yerner tells Cowan that he's got to go see uh, the Emerald Seer. And his apprentice, Titch. All right, so the Emerald Seer is this, what you would imagine if you ever played Dungeons and Dragons, or you, if you've never played Dungeons and Dragons, when you think about D&D, it's like a wizard. This guy is old as hell, like, mm. like a Merlin kind of guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all, like he's like a cheap wizard you find at a carnival. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> he's past, his, past his wizard prime. I mean, this guy's so old that I expected him to die while watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like this this isn't old Which as in, did. like, Gandalf style. No, this, he's, like, is, he, he's like geriatric Gandalf, and Gandalf's yeah. old, old. I mean, it's like... But Gandalf can still, like, do stuff. Right, this is like geriatric... Like, Gandalf's like, about... If this guy bumped his head on the Hobbit ceiling, <laughs> he might have died. <laughs> that would have killed us. It's like, this Gandalf man get away needs with medical it. care. Like, like... <laughs> Like, you can't go on an adventure. You're too old. You yeah. can't even see. You can't even see. You're old. And his apprentice is like some eight-year-old kid, Titch. Just found some random kid off the street <laughs> and was just like, I need help. The, uh, the, need was, the seer's blind. He can't see things. But they use a magic crystal to figure out where the, the fortress is going to be. But the beast in his magic hand is like, no, bitches, and gets... Uh, uh, crushes the crystal so they can't find him. So the group decides that they'll just travel through the swamp where the uh, that cannot be penetrated by the beast magic and try again. So that's why they leave their horses and go on. They go on foot through this um, through never-ending story. To this, yeah, to the marshes of never-ending story. During this journey, part of the journey, they are joined by a cyclops named Rel, 
He's he he pops in earlier, but he doesn't really join up with him. He just shows up and is like, "Ooh, I'm a Cyclops man. <laughs> you don't know quite as much as you'd like to know about me." Like I think he existed in the movie just so something memorable would exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Glaive is pretty memorable. The Glaive, you can, you can say that about almost every aspect of the aspects. movie. Like there are two memorable things I will take away when I walk away from this movie. Okay, how he got the Glaive was complete and utter bullshit. Oh, please go. <laughs> Where he just stuck his hand in lava. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I missed that part. That's how I just yeah. zoned out. It looked like lava. I <laughs> it mean, it, it was like lava. I mean, it, it had smoke coming up from or steam. Or it looked like it was at least uncomfortable to be around. But his his wife is fire. He's I don't know what. It <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. I, I, I can roll with that. He's um, the fire water. He's an avatar. The. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a bender. I got. I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. We can. I. I buy it. All right. So the this group movie tra- is better than the last Airbender. I will give it that. The group travels through a swamp that cannot be penetrated with the beast magic, uh, but the Slayers attack, killing a couple of them and the Seer. But the Seer's like uh, he is killed, and uh, the whoever kills him takes over his body. Basically, a changeling from DS9 just basically mm. murders him and is like, I f- assume it's for him. Tries to kill uh, the hero Cowan, and the Cyclops had figured it out because he found uh, the old seer's body, and then stabbed the changeling in the uh, in the back with a spear, and then Cowan starts like just janking him like he's in prison. <laughs> and in the and like what was interesting was, I just kind of realized this, but this whole scene where he was, you know, where he was, you know, he was the changeling and he was tricking everybody, and his eyes were all black, and he was obviously evil, and he was trying to cause mischief within the group. That whole scene, up until when he got killed and after he got killed, that whole scene was actually pretty well paced and kind of put together. <laughs> like I, like, I was I was part of the whole movie. I was enjoying a movie for that scene, you know? Like I wasn't really thinking about how terrible all this is. I wasn't really thinking cuz you know, it was like an actual I don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, right, it's right. like it was like a well put together little series of events. I think this and is then it ended, you know, as soon as it began, it was over. But this is before for me that I realized that the movie was shit. Mm-hmm. I was still with it, and I was on board, and I'm like, oh, so, so. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, it was oh. after I had already gotten some red flags. But it was, I mean, the the reason why I I thought that part was good just now is because I I wasn't. Like I can't think of anything I was making fun of it for during that time. Like that was I was watching a movie and it wasn't my favorite movie, but I was watching the movie. I was into it. That's high praise. Sure. I felt like I was watching a movie. Sure. <laughs> it was an actual movie for um, a while. With with the seer dead, they can't figure out where the black fortress is. So Yerner's like, "There's only one way to do. It. I got to go talk to the widow of the web." Hmm. Which is a th- apparently a thing because they're like, "No man's come back from there," and they're like, "Well, I'm going to do it anyway." You know what that was? That was the Great Owl <laughs> in uh, Secret of Nim. Yep. Although Secret of Nim came after that, I think. Yeah. Same thing, though. Oh, around the same time, I think. Um, the group is separated. Yernan goes to uh, to the Webb's house, and the rest of the party hang out in the forest. Um, they are While they're hanging out in the forest, Liam Neeson's, one of his wives helped um, cook and... and they celebrate and rest. Was this before or after the horses disappeared and reappeared? This is uh, when they the horses reappeared. disappeared before the marsh. They disappeared before the marsh and reappeared afterwards. So okay. they, they're back now for a moment. Which is just I can't I can't understand this. Like yeah, how did they why? So I guess they walked around the swamp. I don't know. I can't 
Why? Continuity. Why didn't they stay with the horses and skip the whole swamp situation? But they had to get to the swamp because that's where the 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 beast magic can't get to. But then the horses came. You have a lot of blood holes, Crow. Like your horse. But just wait. Okay. Remember that the horses are with them. Remember that, right? Right. All right. So. While while they are hanging out in the uh, forest, Liam Neeson's wife is trying to get some, but she tells him, like, oh, yeah, I picked up this girl. And she Her whole village was burned down. I'm taking her in. And she's all, like, you know, getting all close to Cal, and he's like, I got a princess I'm trying to rescue. And she turns out to be evil and tries to kill him, but it doesn't mm. work. While, while this is all being shown in wherever the beast slayer is in the Black Hair. She's the best actress in the whole movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the evil, the beast is showing um, Lissa him being, tra- uh, Calvin being seduced on like holographic pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> and so, and she's all like, see there? He loves me. And that was like the, that was the whole point of that scene. It was ridiculous. Um, then we cut to Yerner crawling his way through this giant spider web to the middle of this cave where... Which took him forever. Oh, yes. Conceptually, I love this scene. Well, look, I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, I bet the, the concept art for this scene well, looks amazing. This, I mean, Art direction, everything in this. Yeah, yeah. Really? I even think the dialogue is interesting here. Sure. Like, this is a part of the movie. This is like your favorite part of the movie. Then. It could have been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Part it went on a little movie. too long. It, if I, if I, like, if you maybe shrunk it by like forty-five minutes. I mean, <laughs> 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 Which is I, funny because the whole theme of that scene is time. I feel like, I feel like as a scene, it was probably the most effective. It, it has an interesting narrative, uh, a character that is villainized in a human way. Right. There are things going on in that scene. Right. It is so fucking long. Yeah. And there are so many stupid, tiny moments that happen that just. Like when she changes from old scene. to young, that well, was. Oh, let me get to this. All right, okay, okay. before we jump, because. We, we, all right. So he's crawling to the center, which looks like an egg sac uh, of this web. There's a. For 1983, I don't think the 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 um, uh, the spider the spider. I'm trying to think of it. it's not animatronic, but claymation. It's stop action. Stop, animation. Yeah, stop action. Yeah, the stop yeah. motion spider. Yeah, he didn't look bad. It I was fine with it. Looked, I mean, you know, 83 style. Right. I've seen good. worse. Yeah, it was fine. But, but looks good for 1983. Doesn't do a thing, but still look neat. It provided some sense of urgency. Right. It, it should but have provided more, it, but it did. There should have been an action scene with it. Yeah, they should have fought it. Yeah, it should have done more. Um, when you get into when he gets into the the exact, he sees uh, the the widow who uh, is an old woman. Really neat costume. It has a cool hat. Yep. And apparently they had a thing together a long time ago. And yeah, that was a cool. She gave birth to a son, which she killed after they separated, because she's like. I, I like it. What did she put it? I, I had, you know, the rage for him. She put to the the child, mm-hmm. and so this is this is for her as her penance. This is why she's here. She it's like her 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 own personal hell. She's and that was in, interesting. That she was stuck yeah. in there. Sure. Um, kind of reminded me of something that would happen in Deep Space Nine, honestly. Kinda, you know, except it would have been paced and written mm-hmm. better. But same kind of thing. She reveals that the Black Fortress will uh, rise at sunrise, and it's at the Iron Desert, and so they have to go there. Um, the catch is that no man has ever escaped, and right. so the only way to escape is that she gives uh, him the sand from a, the in, this enchanted hourglass, which basically keeps her life force her, the less the time she has left. And but now it's linked to him, so it's the sand he's got in his hand that keeps dripping because reasons. 
and yeah. put it in the bag. <laughs> right. And because time must flow, I don't know. Um, yeah, there you because go. Because this is a movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, well my, not much of a podcast if we analyze it that way. It's like, it's just a movie. <laughs> Eat the Thank you. Can not, <laughs> tweet, tweet us at Hatmodcast. Let's not be so critical. <laughs> I like jeez. Eat it and you can poop your life away. <laughs> oh. That would make your life very shitty. Yeah, no. I would hurt all the sand grid. At least you would last a little longer. I don't want to die on the toilet. That's a a shit. Don't worry, they don't have toilets available. I don't want to end up like Elvis. So he he makes his way through back through the uh, web. The spider gets close to him, but he does nothing. Uh, Mm, He he goes back to where the group is and basically says, They're gone. The Black Fortress is at the Iron Desert. Dies. Well, unfortunately, that's like 10,000 leagues away, and it's only up from, from sunrise to sunset or whatever, 24 hours, basically. Sun, sunset, uh, sunrise to sunrise. Well, only that's some way to travel that distance. They needed something to go 10,000 leagues in a, in, a, in a day. It'd be very convenient. <laughs> luckily, yeah. luckily, you find out that the Cyclops knows about these things called fire mares, which are these um, magical Clydesdales, basically. Had he mentioned this at all before this? Nope. This is he, right. he'd kind of kept he, that to himself. It's a little Deus Ex Machina. They just pull he out just, of their he's, ass. Yeah. He's just like, hey, yeah, fire bears. Like, yeah. They're all like, yeah, we could have thought of that. By the way, here's the, here's the thing. And they just happen to be right there. So they go and capture these mares and go fire. Okay, now here's what I want you to think about. Okay. Just for budget reasons and the, the producer's hat and he comes in. All right, so you have horses to the marsh, right? And then you have horses after it. And, and you only use the horses for, like, two minutes more of footage to get to the forest. Why don't you just walk to the forest and let save save the horses for those scenes and just get... Because you're getting fire mares in a minute. Mm, no, I don't know. Because they left the, the other horses. They're like, we're, we're, we're upgrading. Sure. I just, I'm just saying. You know, I'm, I'm starting to realize, I think that's why we feel the length of this movie so much. It's not... Like, it's a two-hour movie, okay? This is not incredibly long, but there's a lot... Of nothing. <laughs> there's a lot. There's yeah, a lot the, of scenes that don't need to be as long as they are. Yep. You could make huge cuts, and this movie could have been 90 Just minutes. The and scene, there's nothing. The, so the we're looking montage. for full the fan cut out there. No, it would suck too. But it would be. A, <laughs> you'd see the intro and then the credits, <laughs> and it would be great. Or you could just make the credits, opening credits, See, closing I, credits. I'll, I'll get to it afterwards. I'll tell you about my fan cut at the end of this. All right, so the group finds some uh, fire mirrors, and they run really fast, and they have flames on their feet, and they fly. Which is another scene that probably could have been about a third as long as it was. It was a long, long montage of them, because I guess they were just so happy that they managed to make the effect work with right. the fiery horses, and this, so they used every shot they got. But that was another thing that went on way too fucking long. It's like, I get it, they're on fire, they're going fast, Jesus. The Slayers, uh, when they hit to the Fortress, the Slayers are trying to kill the uh, kill the Fortress. They end up killing Run, who is um, the, the Walmart t-shirt guy, Robbie Coltrane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rail sacrifices him, the Cyclops sacrifices himself by holding a, the space doors long enough so they can get inside. Basically, they go inside, other people get killed. Um, and... The cow and, and some of the folks are trapped inside of a large dome, and to open the dome, he needs to use the glaive. The only time he really uses the glaive in this movie, he pulls it out and it just works like a saw. It just flies magically and starts cutting through this wall. Yeah. And it cuts it in the shape of the Rugrats uh, logo. Which is such a for. such a genius thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Thank you. Uh, no then problem. they. F- they go uh, 
to fight the beast, and it... Uh, oh, this is just bad. This is hard to do. So, he uses the force to make the uh, glaive go into the beast. No, this is after our Cyclops friend gets squashed. Yeah, this is, yeah we're past this. Which is terrible, because I was sort of, kind of liking a character for fucking once in I, this movie. I was happy about that, though, because that... that <laughs> Welcome to Devil's Advocate. Because Eric doesn't like good things. Fuck! I feel like you have to get rid of all the good things of your movie. <laughs> no, seriously. Characters had to die because this movie had no fucking stakes. You already sure. knew the main character was going to make it. I mean, there's no fucking question how this movie ends. They get away. Yeah. Whoa! But I wish they could have gotten away with the cycle. they had something. They fight the monster with the force, and that doesn't kill it. And so... Alyssa goes, oh, no, I know how we can finish this. They have to finish the wedding ritual. So fire water can turn, combine. Let's get movie. married and kick this monster's ass. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Let's get married, get the monster's ass, and Calvin starts believing, you know, shooting fire at his hands and kills the monster. This is, this is Kim Davis's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> the power of straight marriage. <laughs> you know, is it? That's what this movie is. is Finally, yeah. I have a meaning. <laughs> this is a metaphor. In favor of the agenda of Kim Davis. <laughs> is Gay marriage is the monster. <laughs> is it sad? And the, they kill it with the power of oh, Jesus marriage. Almost done. Almost done. Hold thought. Almost done. So they kill it, save Jesus and all save. Right. Cal and Wilson are now king queen of the combined kingdom. Uh, they call it, they call it, no wait, never mind. Uh, they make Torkel the guy who's the head prisoner dude. Right. He made him a lord and marshal. He's my Huckabee. Yeah, he's. In my <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> So now we can put all that in the search uh, tags. Uh, he is my cousin. You're welcome. As You're as welcome for the search tags. <laughs> Thank you. As uh, Gamer Gamer Gamer, uh, I like the, okay, <laughs> as the Star Wars Wikipedia states, as the surviving years depart across the uh, the field, the narrator Yearn repeats the opening prophecy. Mm. <clears throat> so we don't forget. So we don't forget it. A girl of ancient name that shall become queen, then shall chose her king, and together they shall rule the world, and their son. Shall rule the galaxy. Credits. And then you get this music from James Horner, which is very pretty sounding, but also doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. <laughs> which is a great great way to encapsulate the, oh, the movie. Oh, speaking of soundtrack, didn't one of the songs like come from a children's film? Yes. Just like out of fucking nowhere. I don't know. I didn't notice there was, that. Like, there I think was, it came from the Goonies. Yeah, from the Goonies, basically. There's just one oh. song that doesn't fit in with the rest of the music, which just sounds like kids on an adventure. But and it is weird. To, to be fair, I don't know if James Horner, I don't think he did the soundtrack to the Goonies, but he did do the soundtrack to Aliens, and he did do the soundtrack to Star Trek II. Mm -hmm. Well, this movie's and just right in the same league. Because <laughs> he, he borrows heavily from... Oh, yeah. The, it, I hear Aliens uh, it's several like, times. It's like that. Danny Elfman. Like, there, there's a point in Danny Elfman's career that everything sounds like the Batman soundtrack. Right, yeah. right. Batman, Darkman, they all sound like this in the same soundtrack. And this is kind of the same way for James Horner. These early early films all kind of same the, sound the same. In fact, it says uh, the trivia says that he reused uh, elements. I'm like, no, he reused. He's like, I'll just use this song. <laughs> well, if you're going to half-ass the rest of the movie, you might as well half-ass the soundtrack. This picture was one of the most expensive movies ever uh, made at its time. It, w it cost 45 to $50 million to which, make. Which is baffling. And 1983 money. That's baffling. Where the fuck did it go? <laughs> Seriously. Those sets? 
No. In the location. Where? They shot in drugs. Spain and Italy. They got actual flying horses. That's you the only dumb thing. I mean, I think that tiger probably took up a lot. I think the, the actors probably soaked up more than they probably should have. James Horner, maybe. Names, though. I mean, even at the time, Liam yeah, I mean, Wilson wasn't famous. Even still, I, I just, I'm trying my best to come up with where this fucking money went. That's all I can come up with. Like, I, I still say hookers and drugs. I mean, maybe. I'm disappointed. There's a short uh, behind-the-scenes production documentary about the making of this that's included on the DVD, but not the Blu-ray. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. The Blu-ray has like 30 times the space of the DVD. The Blu-ray has the movie. There's not even a trailer in the Blu-ray. Well, hell. <laughs> now we don't know how they made it. This ruins my night. How did this get made? We're not that podcast, so I won't know. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think some other interesting things about this movie. This movie is an eclectic collection of great elements of other movies that do not belong together at all. It's like, it's it's the fruitcake of movies. This movie could have been so cool. Because, like, I'm, as an idea, it is fantasy stuff mixed with science fiction. Sure. You have yeah. aliens fighting, basically, Robin Hood style. Which is what Star Wars was, would you know, It is that, did. but in literal. Right. And, and, and it could have been fucking awesome, but there's barely any science fiction, and everything's so... Boring. Yep. And then just like it, it's yeah. So it John, sucks. So John said at the beginning of the podcast, the the uh, the movies tag, the a world light years run your imagination. That's the end of a much longer preamble, which says, and I quote, <clears throat> "Beyond our time, beyond our universe, there's a planet besieged by alien invaders, where a young king must rescue his love from the clutches of the beast, or risk the death on his world." A world light years beyond your imagination. That's he, original. He ain't king yet, you <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> He's a young king. <laughs> he ain't a young king yet. He ain't a king yet. He's yeah. a king because yeah. he, he has the key. They he did just, not finish just the wedding. No, 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 no. He married Ceremony. His dad was dead. He's king. Oh. He's king. His, his dad, both fathers die in the, ba in the wedding battle. So he's a king. He became king. Right, that's when he's over king. Over the course of the film, and he owned it. He, the first thing he did was was free the glaive. free prisoners mm -hmm. and said, "You're no." Going the to be first free. thing he did was get the damn glaive. Then he freed some prisoners. He put oh, his hand in law. My friend's a yeah, weird magician. <laughs> Let me ask you something. How did he know where to get the glaive? Did did they? Yeah, Yernin, the Yoda guy, told him. Okay. They could have just gotten just some like... Rite Aid. I mean, they got some to, to clean the smell in your house. Sure. Glaive. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Several games were developed and released as a promotional tie-in with this picture. This includes two Parker Brothers games, a card game and a board game. We we saw the we talked about the board game on eBay, on from um, earlier. The card game might be fun. Uh, no, it's like uh, like I looked at it on eBay. It looks like it was like who's got the highest number? <laughs> oh, well, that sounds. Fun. Never mind. It's not like Magic the Gathering or anything. It's oh, the, okay. Uh, I was, I was hoping. It describes the movie. It sucks. <laughs> I'm trying to magic 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 the <laughs> gathering with Kroll. Like what characters do you <laughs> have in your cards? <laughs> I tap two for my Cyclops. My guy turned into a tiger. I squished a Cyclops <laughs> with my rock fangs. Um there were uh, a home video game developed with for the Atari fifty two super system. Um, I was on fifty two. Yeah, it was the first oh. one, and then was what, what because the load sales of this was changed to the Atari twenty six hundred. Oh, yeah, the twenty six hundred outsold the fifty two hundred its whole fucking yeah. lifespan. Basically. And uh, there was a nineteen eighty four arcade game, Crawl. 
Okay. And uh, were they all different games or just kind of ports of the same thing? I th- the arcade game looks different than the other two, right? We looked at yeah, them they, they, it. Yeah, it was a different game. What were they comparable to? Uh, the Atari game was for like, the Atari one, so that's really hard the, to point. No, the Atari we talked about it. the Atari game looked like Space Invaders, but it, in reverse. Well, it was Space okay. Invaders, but then there was other stuff. Right, like I mean, a section of it, it had levels. Like mm-hmm. it, it, I'd say the arcade one kind of looked like a really shitty version of Robotron a little bit. I can't tell for sure. I, we only saw very little. Well, if it reminded you of Space Invaders and Robotron, it might be decent. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still want to like this franchise. I want to <laughs> like it, damn it. I really want to. You like the poster? The poster's great. It's like I want to believe in Santa, but I know I just can't anymore. <laughs> you are the same way as somebody I know has a Highlander 2 poster in his house. He's like, I know the movie's shit, but I got the poster. <laughs> it's a great poster. I've invested in it. I spent $7.99 on the fucking thing. Look, the quickening is amazing, guys. I'm never going to see it again, but it's up there. <laughs> the people at Sony, Sony are still surprised they're making money off of this movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much the margin they got for this. This probably all went to Best Buy, I guess. Should have just gotten Highlander 2, man. Yeah. See Dr. Cox go crazy on everything. Well, I'm still glad I got it. I'm still glad I own it. I'm still glad we watched it. Because, fuck it. <laughs> that is all that matters. Well, in the end, you watched the movie. We laughed, we laughed yeah, with we some friends. With we had fun with it. We, we, we definitely laughed with some friends, so it's it's not so bad. Right. It's a, look, it's it's all and you have, to, you have to be in some rainstorms to appreciate the sunlight. And this, we, we got wet today. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't get wet. We got fucking soaked. Sometimes <laughs> it's okay to Almost share a needle. But that's all right. All we got to do... <laughs> Say that again, please. I said sometimes it's okay to share a needle. <laughs> <laughs> This is the darkest, darkest thing you ever said, and I like it. Okay, but I don't have anything for the for the needle reference. That was for the right, right one. All we need is to find the right women to make our fire. Right, exactly. To put in the rain so we can combine. Because when you combine water with rain, you get your fire, and then you fire and put the fire with the fire, and then you get fire rain. Quail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Kroll. Kroll. <laughs> all right, so. Kroll 2. All right, so so uh, my fan cut of this film, would, would I'd have the opening mm-hmm. and the wedding. Yeah. And when Cowan is knocked out, credits. Just like dead. I would have that, but I would also have the scene with the spider. <laughs> but it would be about a third of what it was. <laughs> and um, Cyclops would live. Cyclops would live. And he would yeah. rule the fucking galaxy because he's a Cyclops. <laughs> Kroll. He's a kind of tragic character with a page boy haircut. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, I'm the last Cyclops or whatever because I didn't yeah. see any others. Mm-hmm. Kind of like some Klingon characteristics going on too. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. I don't know. He's much nicer than a Klingon. Sure. Well, like, what, depends on what generation of Klingons you're talking about. I see how this movie could have been better. If you made the main character a farm boy who goes on an amazing adventure with a Wookiee, uh, maybe a rogue, and he goes to save the princess from, uh, let, let's say, uh, not aliens, but, but still in space. Let's make it some sort I don't know. I feel like if you meant more in that style, it could have been something, you know? That, that might have done it. You think that might have saved it? That might have saved it. I think it would have been a If they would have stuck hit. with one thing instead of been like, here's... Here's a little piece of this, here's a little piece of this, here's a little piece of this, and none of it's going to fit, but we'll put it all in there. Like, if they could have stuck with, like, maybe taking all the sci-fi stuff out and had it been fantasy, straight up medieval fantasy, I think that would have helped. Or, you know, if they would have stuck with sci-fi and got rid of the fucking horses 
Maybe that would have helped. You now, know? I'm confused about something. When, <laughs> I, when, when I was in the bathroom, I looked up a little bit about Crawl. <laughs> Apparently, this thing was supposed to be a Dungeons & Dragons movie, but they couldn't get the rights. Really? Uh, yeah, that's the rumor, but uh, I'm huh. just reading about that. There's no... No one's admitting from 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 um, at the time TSR's side. There, yeah, all of them were like, we never heard of that. So okay, uh, Jeff, how do you think this movie could have been saved? It, this movie couldn't have been saved. There's <laughs> <laughs> no saving it. No, no, no. not no. even if like they put Maybe. Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. No, and no. and another Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, and Predator. <laughs> okay, we're getting on the same track now. Yeah, see. See how much I, I still don't. I still don't think it could be saved. Okay. I think it was just. This is doomed from the beginning. It, it, but could hmm. it be a remake? Hell yes. It Hell could yeah, be. it could. Yes, it could be. It, it could be a hell of a remake. You listening, J.J. Abrams? <laughs> so get what, on it. How? What would you do for the remake? I mean, what? How? I mean. We talked about this a little bit during while we were watching it. And, and I would make an entirely different movie and call it Crawl. I would too. I would too. I would. Too. I would like, and, and there are some Crawl fans out there who are like hating us right now because. Well, that's okay. The whole. And I'm sorry to shit the on something you love, but that's part of that's part of fandom. Right. You know. You know. I. You know. This is a sci-fi fantasy film. That's why we, we, it's on the show, and it's like I said, they're not all winners. The shows right. are, but the the, 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 the films are just are not all winners. And not everybody hates and not everybody loves right. everything. You That's gotta whack a few eggs and make an omelet. I'll say this. We're just full of cre- cliches. Sometimes the car ain't broke, you just ain't driving it right. Crawl is a film of nothing but potential that is just never. I broke. agree with that. I will agree with that. I think sure. I think I think it's I agree with the fact that I think the budget was too big and that there was no direction. I you know, there's a lot of just other elements for film. There's a lot, a lot of influence of Star Wars. There's some Excalibur and Lady Hawk in this. Mm-hmm. There's some ET. Uh, there's a little. <laughs> this is a, yeah, mean, there's ET. Yeah, but seriously, they're all looking at things like, what are the kids are gonna like? What can we sell toys of? Because they did, they had game tie-ins, mm-hmm. and I bet if it made a little bit more, they would have had action figures. And I didn't check see if they had action figures. They probably did. Uh, sure, and, probably. And, and so, I mean, if you just rephrase it a little bit, the premise of this is fucking badass. Sure. Which is like you say, like uh, you know, aliens have taken over a medieval world, and basically Robin Hood takes you know a Robin Hood like character goes on and, and recruits prisoners to help him fight back to take. Right, because the only army like, he can get is 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 prisoners because the, the army's been killed. I mean, there's if you darkened it just a little bit, you made it a little better pace. Crawl the gritty, the gritty. I'm remake. not talking gritty. I'm just <laughs> saying darker a little bit, right, like, like right. closer to what Star Wars was. I mean, you know, like I feel sure. like. I feel like there is so. This could have been so good. Let it let it have some character instead of trying to make it so many things at once. Let it be something. But more thing. than that, I think what it needs is an actual honest to god arc, because this was Did most. This was a movie about fucking guys just trying to get somewhere no. and get there and do it. The, Kevin Smith. The, um, Kevin Smith has this this bit about Lord of the Rings where he says Lord of the Rings is a movie just about walking, and he does this little walk and. The first movie walks yeah. a little bit. The second movie walks a little bit. The third one of the walks, and then he drops sure. a drops a ring, and he goes. Eh. Although there's also B plots. Right, there. right, but but that's his opinion of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. This movie truly is about walking. Yeah. There, yep. There's there's it's, no, it's a walk. Right, this it's is a, the difference. It's, and there's no. There's it's no the ultimate road, road trip movie. But without. Without roads. There's no character to this. There's, there's no character there's development. There's no nothing. Yeah, nobody well, changes. Nobody Walmart changes. sure guy has more character development than the rest of. Them. I mean, Cowan doesn't grow as a character. The only thing that he does is get his get his girlfriend back. So you know, in in, in so okay, here's a question: Should there be 
a crawl two, or just crawl do it again. If they did the, f I, I think what now would be better. Do it again. Do it again. But there could have been a good crawl two. Now who? Now let's do this. Let's go around the table. Who would be in your crawl remake? I'll start. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me a second to think. Yeah, about you it. guys think about it. Tom I've Hardy. been thinking about this for like ten minutes. So. Tom Hardy's gonna be in everything. He right? should be. Uh, I would say Vin Diesel. Let Vin Diesel direct the fucking thing, <laughs> and also let him star in it if he wants to. He doesn't have to, but I would say Dennis Quaid. That's who. Bring him out of slumber. The main character, the king. Oh, you want Brandy? How old is he now? Is he too old for it? Dennis Quaid. Yeah, I mean he's probably he's probably getting up there. Maybe not. I don't know. Dennis but Quaid as, is assuming he's not like ancient, I would say put he's him. He's sixty-one. In there. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'd let him do it. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Uh, and that's it. Dennis Quaid plays everybody, and <laughs> Ben Diesel directs it. Because Ben Diesel has a good nerdy mind, and he knows he knows when a good sci-fi story is happening. He's most of his work is really good when it comes to sci-fi stuff. Really, all of it, you could say. Okay. Who would you have? I don't know when it comes to actors, honestly. I'm, I'm thinking of it more visually in terms of what the movie would be. Mm -hmm. and, and I think the dumbest way for me to put it is if you look at the cover of the movie, I want to make something closer to that. Because I feel sure. like it, it just there's so much potential from this whole fucking thing. And that's what bothers me more than anything. So like, I would kill to remake <coughs> this movie. I couldn't really tell you who I would cast. Um, I would probably cut some characters out entirely, namely that princess, because she's... It shouldn't be there. Well, you can put a different. You gotta have a princess. The princess. No. I mean, you're just. I mean, if you just want. I would make it an around, entirely different movie, but yeah. I would make it with the elements that went into it. I mean, I'd keep, I'd keep the, the the basic plot. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, I like. I'd the, keep the princess. I like, I like what you said. I like the idea of a, a Robin Hood type character giving prisoners to to go rescue his love. Well, I mean, in, you can spin it that way, but I think what's more interesting is like th this is somebody. At the end of the movie, he didn't even give a shit about the princess. He's like. But my blade thing's so cool. Fucking and he didn't Patrick, look at but it. But honestly, it was so cool, right? It <laughs> is. But like that's the point though. It's like I feel like the movie <coughs> forgot about her. I feel like it was like, oh shit, we gotta do something with you. You know who would make a good princess? Um Diana? <laughs> well she did. Wow. What's the um <laughs> take a turn for what's worse. the woman? Oh my god, I love this woman, but Ronda I forget Rousey? Oh um because well, she Jesus, why can't I remember her? She uh, got out <laughs> um, it was the girl. Okay, she she was in that '70s show. For crying out loud, she was Jackie. What's uh, this girl's uh, name? Uh, Mila, Mila Kunis. Kunis. Yeah, Mila Kunis. Mila, yes, she would be a good princess. I saw um, another movie that kind of suffered from what Kroll suffered from, mm -hmm. although it was not nearly as bad as that movie she was in, where she was. It was a sci-fi movie she was in. Uh, Jupiter Rising. Yeah, yeah, Jupiter Rising. I thought it had some potential, but it just had no direction. It, you know, it didn't have, it didn't. Yeah, she didn't have a point. That she's already been a princess. Well, Can't be a princess. She just twice. looked. She looked. I don't know. She she did really well with that. And I thought if she were in a movie that had a little bit more direction with a similar role like that, I think she'd be good. Okay. Um, your thoughts? I would add more depth to to the Cyclops. I would give Liam Neeson the main, the main main role. 
Ooh, give it back. Yeah, or, I, or I, I remake? Yeah. Promote him? Yeah, I would I, remake. Got, I would put Liam Neeson uh, in it, but I, would make yeah. it but I would make him the main person. I would put Vin Diesel. So all he would do was call the bad guy going, all right, I've got a very slight number of skills. <laughs> Can I remake the movie, movie with him as the same role? <laughs> Just redoing it again. <laughs> line for line, he's exactly the Well, same. see, see if, you, if you made Kroll 2, then it could be like his adventure. He's dead. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, he is dead. Well, find a way to make him Pretty come back cool. to life. Fire, water, whatever. He's back to life. Every, everything's Put possible. Him in Carl. <laughs> All right, I would cast Ryan Reynolds as Cowan because mm-hmm. he's okay. got he's got that him or Chris Pine. And the reason why, because if you've seen Chris Pine and in Into the Woods, he's got that Prince Charm. You got to have the Prince Charming look, and that's what I didn't see Into the Woods. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's 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 good. It's atrocious. Okay. It's for Chris Pine. I mean, it's. Good. Uh, I'm not talking about the movie. Right, I just Chris mean Pine's like great in he it. is great in. He's the movie. really good. I don't uh, want you to misunderstand me. I'm not complimenting the movie as the a movie. Seemed like I was kind of. I thought you were, and I was like, what? No, I the, needed to cl- clarify. The, that seemed like something you would like. It's it's the movie's just tough to get through, and it's, mm-hmm. it's I'm not a big fan of the stage show either. Um, I'm not Steven Sondheim did it, and I'm not. I don't like his work. Everyone likes uh, Sweeney Todd. What else has he done? Sweeney Todd. Remember you like, didn't like the Tim Burton Sweeney Todd? Oh, it's, it's, it's okay. I don't have, I'm not crazy about it. It's not like... I know people like, I own it. I watch it like every Thursday. I'm like... <laughs> oh, and people can like sing the songs. It's like, I, I don't care. I, it's not my thing. Here's mm-hmm. my thing with I really love Sweeney Todd. It was kind of clever, and I was moderately enjoying it. And then I'm like, okay, I can walk away from this movie. And then we're halfway through, and I'm like, oh. Oh. And then it kept going. No, yeah. See, and then I got my, more and problem. more angry, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "This the is thing about, now I'm hating it well, rather than moderately enjoying." The it. thing about Into the Woods, it, it's got the whole um, the this is what happens after the happily ever after. The problem is, is they tell you that they they get to the ha- happily ever after midway through, and you're and because way our brains are trained with storytelling, we're like, "Well, that's good and satisfying," and then it's all just like. Horrible things happen to people afterwards. And it's like, I don't want to see that. I, mm. I, I'm okay with that. Sure. They, it wasn't interesting. Right. It's just like... That, like if you're going to do that, at least have right. something there. Just don't care after it. But on the flip side, Chris Pine was great in it. He plays a prince, one of the Prince Charming guys. And it's just... Yeah. He, he's, that, that song is worth the whole movie. Right. He's, it's awesome. For so, Chris Pine. So, so it's interesting because we, we all find this movie deplorable. But at the same time, we all also agree we'd we'd love to see a remake. No, no, we. The movie is a miss. It's a complete total miss. Mm -hmm. But I agree with Eric. There are there are some redeeming things inside the film that just just never got unearthed. Right. It's it's like a bad student film. You're like you're so close. You're so a B. (laughs) You know. I wouldn't even say they were. But I wouldn't give it give this movie a B. If it was done by a student, I'd sure as hell give this student. Oh well, yeah, I'd give yeah. it an A. If it yeah, was but, but it wasn't done by a student. Right, right, right. It's a fifty million dollar movie, so it's right. an F. Fifty million dollars. I I don't. I just don't you just see slap it. the shit out of the producer. Go why? I don't <laughs> see it. How the fuck did you go and travel on? I hope you lost shots. your job. <laughs> yeah, I just. I give you a week it. to make a movie. How'd you do it? There are movies that were made with like a, a few thousand dollars that were much better than this. Like I don't. I don't see where that went. Like who I would cast as well, like I'm looking at it differently. I'm looking at this movie as this is a competitor to and Star Wars because that's what they were going for when they made it. Because sure. it's it's clear that it's they're trying obvious. to make a Star Wars like movie. Well, yeah. If you look at it that that way, yeah. it still fails. And James terribly. Horner, James Horner is always at least the way I've seen it. James Horner and John Williams have always kind of been like the two big competing composers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I hear in a lot of the music and crawl, I hear some Star Wars ish little themes that there's 
I wouldn't maybe not go as far as to say themes, but um, just kind of moods that come and go, and they they do sound uh, a lot. Of I hear more Star Trek, but because he did it. Well, I hear that too. I hear that I hear too. Like the Genesis and theme, a lot so like a lot like every other aspect of the movie. There's a lot of pieces that just don't fit, but they're all there. There's right. Like, I hear a little bit of scary aliens. I hear some Star Wars. I hear some Star Trek. I, you know, it even sounded like there was some Indiana Jones in there at one point, but uh, none of it fit. Uh, you know, the pitch to this is, has got to be cool because obviously the studio wanted a Star Wars like movie, and someone said, "Let's mix yeah. it with classic fantasy." I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was, I was There's got to be a really cool ass pitch that somebody made. Oh, it sounds movie. great. That's a great elevator pitch. Yeah, I'm gonna because it's so close. I forgot to look up the the writer to see what else he he had done. Not all pitches turn out to be great movies, and not all. Bad pitches. Well, that's why you movies. don't make a you movie know. out of your first fucking Stanford draft. Stanford Sherman yeah. wrote the film. He wrote um, the Ice Pirates. Uh, anything that never I've heard that. of. You never seen the Ice Pirates? That's a uh, movie we'll do on the show. It's, okay. Uh, it's a comedy, but it's it has space herpes in it, and it's very funny. Oh wow! Yeah, it's 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 pretty rough. It's burpees. Um, any which way you can. The I feel like I should know what that it's is. It's a Clint Eastwood movie with a monkey. <sighs> I like that. He wrote 18 episodes of the Batman TV series. And there we go. The original TV series? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, then for him, this was trying. I mean, this was him really yeah, trying to Yeah, I mean, this was very ambitious. <laughs> uh, including the ones with Vincent Price, it looks like. Uh, he wrote uh, episodes from The Man of Uncle, and that's it. Uh, this, uh, the last thing he did was The Ice Pirates. So he was trying to be ambitious with this, but he, he yeah. probably bit off more than he could Well, choose. it seems like everybody was trying to be, like, even the wardrobe, I feel like. They were, in some areas, they're trying to be ambitious, but in other areas, they just totally lost their fucking way. And I, it's just weird. I'm not sure what happened. Something went horribly wrong, though. Something something in this movie went horribly wrong. I think and he wrote the Steve Gutenberg classic, The Man Who Wasn't There. What he did yeah. right for Police Academy. What do, you think, what do you think went horribly wrong with this, Eric? I think what it is is that they had... Normally, when you're writing a script, you, you need to know what the movie is going to be mostly before you start writing. Sure. You know, and then and then you can tweak it and make it better and, and, and really hone it in. You have like an outline. You have an outline. Mm-hmm. I think he had a beginning and an end, and he and the middle he probably wrote, came up with, and it's like, and then they'll have a journey on the way. And then the horses come back. I think it was just journey. I think straight up, that was just all he had, is they're going to go on some journey, and they're going to do something. And then they get there and they save the princess, and you know, but like, I, and that's how we're going to do it. it, it I think end. it was far more about theming and ideas visually than what it was actually going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's not good when you're not the fucking director, sure. Because because the director has his own eye and he's going to change it, and you probably he probably didn't make it very clear. And I I don't I know who I, who was the main guy said the pitch but at least in writing it feels like very much like that's that, i don't know what sure the middle is and that kind of feeds into what what my theory is which is that i don't think there was any one person who had the full vision for this i think everybody had their vision and all those visions were different and so you ended up with a big smorgasbord of random stuff that didn't fit together and like nobody no, like there was no creative person that took charge and was like, "This is the way. This is gonna be. This is the theme. This is the mood. This is the atmosphere." No one did that. Everyone just kind of operated out of their corners and had their own little idea, and they were all just—it just didn't end up fitting. That's what it seems like to me. So, would you recommend this film? 
Uh, it depends on what you're looking for in a movie. If you're looking for a really terrible experience, <laughs> I think that's and, harsh. And and <laughs> okay, no, it's not a terrible. Maybe I don't know. It's not good. I mean, it's I. It's not good. I like but I we had a lot of laughs. So one out of ten, what do you give it? I'll do it that way. That's probably easier. Well, it depends on what what kind of scale we're I'm talking. John, Are we like? I'm asking John Cantese. Like. Ten being Terminator Two, one being whatever you whatever you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, it's one is it, it, so uh, two point five to three, maybe. <laughs> All right. Maybe wow. maybe three at the highest. I would say. That's harsh. It is, but it's a bad movie. Eric? It's, it's it's bad. Five point five. Okay. <laughs> so that's like I think a almost five is worse than a one in some ways because five is boring and mediocre. I think we need. Uh, yeah. And while while it is mixed, it. Uh, if you hate something and come out of a one, you are having a feeling towards it that's very harsh, and you but you have an emotional reaction. I walk away from this, and I'm like, there was some potential there, but overall, most of the movie, I'm just like, I think, well, I think that's why I'm giving it a three instead of a one because right. there is potential and there is talent involved, and there there are interesting ideas, but they're, when they're not realized, what good are those and things? This is the first time we're doing this kind of thing, and I, I think we need to develop our own. So, so since we are bros, booze, and movies, I'll say. Uh, you give it three shots. <laughs> mm-hmm. You give it five and a half shots. Wouldn't shots be more for if you're trying to repress the movie and you want to forget what you watch? Ten shots for, that, for the horrible. Wouldn't that yeah. go the other way around? Yeah, I don't like, know. Shouldn't his be like seven, shots. seven <laughs> shots? And, and yours would still be 5.5. It would be four and a half. Though, oh, four, flip uh, it. Uh, four and a half. Math is hard. Yeah. Eric doesn't drink, so. Yeah, he's shots of... Um, Muscle milk yeah, the, uh, drinks that you get. <laughs> muscle milk. <laughs> Three hey. shots of muscle milk. <laughs> it's a weird-ass podcast. Hell, Hefe. I would take three shots of muscle milk with some vodka in it. Okay. Ew. God, yeah, that's disgusting. That, that's, yeah, that, that is how I feel about this movie. You'll vomit. Exactly. You don't mix those two things. Well, you bro. can. Because yeah, the white Russians... It's not actually milk and muscle milk. <laughs> Those are protein drinks. That you, you're putting a whole bunch of different stuff in there. A bunch of different exactly. stuff, and it makes if you, you sick. That's cool. <laughs> exactly. Congratulations. I think they win. I think I'm that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm with John. For me, it's a three. Um, I don't ever have to see this movie again, but I probably will. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I own it, so I, I will probably show it to friends. Like, oh, my God, you have to see this bad movie, but... If my house burns down and like all my movies but this get damaged, I'll watch it. <laughs> but you're not gonna go like it's not gonna be your first choice to rescue it during the fire. No, no. I'm talking like if I like come home after the fire, what and like Kroll is just sitting in the middle of the house and everything is destroyed, I'll be like, okay, I'll watch Kroll. <laughs> the background noise. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that Kroll did not work uh, out to your expectations. Well, I'm, I'm, at the same time, I'm glad I bought it. Right. I'm glad we watched it. I wouldn't change it for the world. It's and it's a silly, silly, silly experience. But regardless, you still get... I mean, the best thing about the Kroll is the poster. The poster is awesome. Is this the poster? That's the, the poster. Cover? Okay, yeah, that's I would cover, love this. The yeah. cover's the poster. And so, while it does not sum up the movie at all, <laughs> that's the movie that it wanted. That's probably the pitch. They're like, we're going to make this. Right. And they're like, How? We don't know. Just give us $50 million. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, don't you see the lasers? <laughs> yeah. I mean, $50 million, come on. It's a thing. We'll sell it as a toy. Yeah, kids will buy it. They'll I'm be in happy so mood. mad that the alien doesn't look like the fucking thing on the cover. Because it's so cool on the cover. This looks looks like like swamp, the alien on the cover looks like Swamp Thing. 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it looks cooler than a fucking monkey. Oh, that's what we need to watch. It's Return of Swamp Thing. The Return of Swamp Thing? We can that's do that. a great I want to pull some secret movies out of my own ass. Okay. And I will make it a swamp ass recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I get this five swamp asses. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that's, uh, I don't know, that's, that's so bad, right? <laughs> well, sure. Five swamp asses and three glasses of muscle milk. <laughs> the weirdest scoring system of all you time. Pour the muscle milk into the swamp ass. See what you too out. can make suggestions of what we watch here on Bruos, Booze, and Movies. Just tweet us at, at Mopcast ne- Network and or uh, send us an email at Mopcast at Gmail to say right. you know what kind of movies you want us to watch because we'll pretty much watch and talk about anything. Yeah. And the, the more we After watch, those, the less yeah. ideas we have. Right. So, you know, so the, um, you know, keep on keep the we've ideas coming. We, we, we got some. F- oh, we got a few coming up. Some really fun surprises. So. Uh, so, but yeah, if, the, if you please participate, uh, tell us what your own uh, thoughts about uh, crawl, um, and perhaps we will use them uh, in a future episode, <laughs> or perhaps we will do dramatic readings of, <laughs> of the reviews we find. <laughs> I would like that. We should do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, you can follow me at, at Scotty White on the Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on the network at, at Mopcast Network. We're at uh, Mopcast.com, which is pretty much how you probably found us. Uh, on the Facebook at Facebook.com/slash/MopcastNetwork. My friends can be found at. Me, El Jefe Loco, you can find me at Twitter at El Jefe Loco 95. You can also find the grill out on the Mopcast Network, and you can find me find it on YouTube. Absolutely. And if you're badass, you'll fucking listen to it. If you're badass only. And, and you, you can also go to YouTube.com slash Memory Card Radio. If you like video games, me and Eric, and we join this other fellow, Max. We talk about video games. We do Let's Plays. We have a new show on Mondays called Metal Gear Mondays. I'm also on Twitter, Bizarro7777. That's all I got. Outside of Memory Card Radio, you can find me on YouTube at EvilMonkeyG2. I think I'm going to make some stuff soon. Um, I don't know when. I like it. I, maybe. Maybe. That's all I promise. Hey, that's a teaser. Um, See, I'm constantly on Twitter. You can also I'm, I'm, find me on this show because it's fun. I'm constantly and, on Twitter, And uh, if you watch Kroll, you can watch my tears. I actually already tweeted about this episode. <laughs> awesome. I did it Promotion. before the episode. He's like, I'm excited to see <laughs> to see crawl. There's a big picture of this on the tweet. <laughs> uh, also, okay, if you'd like to buy me any birthday presents, please do. <laughs> it's your birthday. This Sunday. It's just birthdays. How old are you gonna be? I don't know. This, this <laughs> <laughs> That's irrelevant, really. His birthday is last Sunday because the the episode will we'll post after your birthday. So. Oh, cool. Shit, you're late. <laughs> don't even bother now. Happy Womb Eviction Day. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. You don't know I came out the womb. He was, Could have been yeah. thrown in the lab. Some some babies actually develop in the fallopian tube. It's really weird. It's, I'm I'm uh, yeah. I'm just gonna guess and say you happy womb eviction day. Fine, <laughs> racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why you gotta assume things? <laughs> happy test tube emergence day. I'm not a, I'm not from a test tube. I'm I'm just mad you assumed. <laughs> I'm not saying you were incorrect. You know, Eric is actually just a spirit. <laughs> <laughs> he has no physical form. I'm the spirit. That piece of shit movie. Since Eric was dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we go back and listen to this, and there's just us talking, and then we wait because there's no Eric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Have a beautiful time. <laughs> Don't get too drunk. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.